0: Mm-hmm. All right, welcome in to the Three Guys Talking Ball podcast. It is episode sixty-three. It is the Gene Upshaw edition. What about Jeff Saturday? For those of you who are wondering, no, no, he ruined that when he decided to coach the Colts and blew a thirty-three point lead to the Vikings. Um, and is one and seven, and is probably going to be the head coach of the Colts here. So, no, we're we're going to go with Gene Upshaw. You know, he was he was actually really a really good. Uh, head of the uh, NFL PA. Uh, definitely miss his leadership now. And it is 2 2 23, not 2 2 22. I got that fixed. I did not screw that one yeah, up. That a boy. So bully for me. It looks like, well, Ethan is back with us. He was, I think he thinks he's an NBA player and it's uh, load management. So he, uh, he had to take. This week, last week's episode off. Now he's he's back this week. Uh, next week it's up in the air. We'll see how long this one goes. See if he's able to uh, hang on and be able to get him back for next week. Uh, is that is that, is that what, what the issue was last week? Ethan was load yeah. Yeah, you know,
1: I tweaked an ankle and I have to <laughs> I have to ice and raise it every twenty minutes. So you know I'm really taking a a big risk here, not doing that for the next hour or so.
0: Okay. All right, well, fair enough. Appreciate you gutting it out. So you're not a full NBA player. Oh so, no, if you'd be. If you were an actual NBA player, you would be. Uh, you'd be out for the next. Well, month. So is this yes.
2: is this Ethan's ankle game?
1: It is really it just, is. You know, My Patrick sock. had
2: his moment yesterday. And now it's time for Ethan's time to shine today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, well, I haven't even gotten to you, Grant. I don't know if you're, if you're, you're. Looking like one of the refs from the Kansas City Cincinnati game, or you're going for the Rip Wheeler look? with the Well, plan dude, and the cowboy I saw hat.
2: Rip kill a guy last night by shaking a rattlesnake and throwing it at his face. <laughs> and
0: oh, so you're on, I'm season, on season four, season four all right.
2: baby. Let's fucking go. Um, and I got so excited to see that. I was like, that dude killed the guy without touching him, and he put a snake on him. It's It's the perfect murder.
0: It's like the cowboy mafia. That's a way to not get exactly.
2: Back. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to expand on this. And now I'm just following the video memes. You see where everyone's watching Yellowstone as the seasons progress, your wardrobe changes and changes. So who knows, maybe next week I might have to get a toothpick in or go on the internet somewhere and, you know, spend a bunch of money on a, a black hat. Um, not, not one of these cheap fake ones they gave me. So who knows? We'll see. But, um, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm all in, and I'm I'm excited, baby. Let's go.
0: All right. Well, what did you what did you think of the uh, the season four opener?
2: Oh my god! Those, like you said, the first the
0: first <laughs> twenty minutes, I was just on edge.
2: I it was it was intense. But the one thing I couldn't understand was when Casey and those livestock agents had that firefight. I mean, was this an episode of Star Wars we're watching? Because nope, nobody could hit anything. It looked like stormtroopers out there shooting. <laughs> the, the, the amount of bullets that were wasted on these guys was absolutely insane. <laughs> it was just like, it's come on guys. This, this is a little too much now.
0: It looks like me when I'm playing call of duty. Oh, I, I,
2: that that's a great, that's a great comparison. It looked like a, it looked like a game which, of call of duty out there,
0: which, which is actually funny because it was like $20 on the Microsoft store for Xbox. Okay. So I bought it the one day and oh boy, I'm bad. I was bad when it, like it was popular and I was playing it a lot more, like when I was in high school. But oh, I'm like three times worse than what I was. Mm-hmm.
2: You're saying your KD is definitely under one. We don't have a one to one ratio.
0: Oh no. Well, so it's I I can just do the campaign, so I'm not able to do the uh, play like online because th- those servers are long gone. You have to you got to get like the actual new new Call of Duties that have come out to play it okay. but yeah no i i i never had a positive kd i was bad i was bad the only time i was good is if i was like the host server and i had like the server and everybody else was glitching out then i was good but other than that i was You're terrible. just you're
2: just spraying and praying baby
0: Yeah i i played because that was what everybody else played and it was it was just something fun to do <laughs> and I don't know if you guys played that back in the day either, but Modern modern Warfare, uh, World at World at War, and Modern Warfare Two were some of the funnest games. I was more of a Ghost uh, Recon guy. Oh yeah, that one was that was big before Call of Duty. I don't really remember that after. That was Headquarters.
2: Yeah, and you know, Dylan, those three you mentioned—that was essentially our high school career video game. Yeah, all all summed up right there into into those four years.
0: Yep, I remember playing a lot of games, spending a lot of Saturday afternoons on there, screaming at the top of my lungs, and getting yelled at by my parents that I need to stop yelling and swearing.
2: Tell and, them to get on the game, and they'd understand. Me. Yeah. It, there's exactly. different roles in well, life.
0: so it it, it was it, it's funny though because at the same time, my dad got we we also had a Wii, and my dad had uh, got Tiger Woods for the Wii. And like I'd be upstairs doing homework, and he'd be downstairs playing, and all you could hear is "God damn it, Carrie, hit the ball!" <laughs> it's like it sounded like he was actually golfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I could just—I I remember looking over at my mom a couple of times, like, "Oh, and he wonders where you get it from." Like, "Yep, exactly, mom. Mm-hmm. I told you it wasn't me. I was—I—I I get it. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree." True statement. But, and then, so, did you guys? Uh, did you guys do anything exciting over the weekend? Um, Grant helped me buy
1: or bring a couch back to my place, and uh, how was that we, go? We, how we did that sticks. go? I
0: feel like, I feel like that was, uh, that was a, that feel felt like probably a chore. It sounds like moving. Do you have stairs at your apartment, Ethan? Like five. Yeah, it's like
2: five, it's not five or six
1: stairs. It wasn't bad.
0: But we. Took my old couch out, which was a lot
1: harder than getting the new one in. Taking it down to uh, Hannah's parents. Stopping at the Menards down there. Picking up the new couch. Then coming back to my place. Getting it inside.
0: Putting it back like, all together and stuff. Did any vehicles get towed? I know no, the last time, time we uh, time. there was some nope. moving. No no vehicles were towed. No right? ve- no vehicles but were but towed. we did
2: have a classic U-Haul fuck-up where Ethan had his reservation at one spot. We hit there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the gal at the front desk clearly didn't know if she was on foot or horseback. She hadn't had her first cigarette of the day and did not finish her cup of coffee. She was all confused and looks at us dead in the eye and goes, "Oh, actually, it's at a different location at X, Y, and Z address." And Ethan goes, "But my reservation says here." And she said, like, "No, no, you got to go to that one." And U-Haul is notorious for for doing that to people, so it gets
1: better. Oh, it gets better. You know. So we dropped it off at 1215. Dude's gone. Says he's going to be back at 130, hour and a half long break, right? And uh, so we come back at like 138 and uh, go and ask him, hey, are we good to go? Like we brought it back at 1215. Keys are in the box type of thing. He goes, "Oh yeah, you guys are good to go. They charged me $20 for an after uh, service hours fee. Drop off. The dude
2: was on lunch. We brought it back before the due time at 1 (laughs) o'clock.
0: Yep. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. gee, what a joke. Yeah, maybe they were meaning Eastern Time. I don't
2: know. I what don't kind know. of idiot would that be? We picked it up in Minnesota. We're Central Time.
1: I don't know. I don't know. There's They're a lot really of dumb stupid, people so in this world. It's so whatever gets them.
2: God, uh, U-Haul, money. They, just, they just love to actually screw people over. They're good at that.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, that's the nice thing about working at a uh, distribution company is you can use one of their trucks to move all your stuff. Fair. Oh, good for you, buddy. Yeah, it it was really nice. I'm not going to lie. It was all in one shot. Moving still sucks, but, you know, it made it a lot easier. I will
2: say the one tough part about getting this new couch into Ethan's apartment was this. Uh, it came in two pieces, and it wasn't in a box. It was the couch itself wrapped up in cardboard and then plastic around there.
0: So oh, it was hard to get a gross. grip.
2: Uh, going up the stairs and trying to get it through the door. So I think at one point, I projectile through these sunglasses across the building and almost <laughs> stepped on them because I was so sick of the thing and how I couldn't get any grip on that stupid plastic. And then at one point, I just ripped the plastic off and ripped the cardboard off and just carried the couch in just the couch.
0: There you go. Just he-man yeah. it? Just ripped yeah, we just ripped it.
2: wheeled it. But we got it in. It looks good. And go. Ethan's ready to roll, baby.
0: Yes, sir. There you go. How do you I'm like it so far? Eye. There you go. Wow. Good start, Grant. I know you had you had a rare weekend off. What a what a I know you were were you bowling on Friday? Yeah, night? me,
2: Ethan, Alec, and then another one of our friends. We kind of got together. Alec threw something together on Friday night there. And uh, you know, we went and we did that. It uh it's just like golf. Bowling is a lot harder than it looks. It definitely humbled us. But
1: Talking about golf. Grant actually uh, played even golf through eight holes at Augusta. Yeah,
2: dog. Then on Saturday, before wow. we went out to eat for Hannah's birthday, we went to X-Golf. And uh, it was just one of those days where Grant was on there at Augusta National. Yeah. Um, at I that. think I hit every...
0: So I suppose you got to move back from the ladies' tees now?
2: Well, actually, Ethan accidentally messed up. And we were all playing from the men's. So we we were wondering why poor Hannah was taking forever to get to the green. Well, it's because she was playing from the men's tees and not the ladies. Oh, Ethan.
1: know <laughs> it was my bad.
2: Boomy. So, boomy. Yeah. We, we had an, an unfortunate mishap. There.
0: But, that sounded more like a cheer. Uh, nope. Nope. The, the cheering is this. Okay. This is laughter. This is applause. This sounds like a This sounds like where you guys live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this sounds like we're watching Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars. <laughs> and that's uh that, that's oh and this is um where thing where the the episode the dinner party episode at the uh on the office if you guys are aware of that episode it says awkward it's supposed to be like okay. yeah
2: but yeah no i was i was having a day uh i'm pretty sure i hit almost every fairway except one off the tee all the par 3s we put on the green you know we were we we're just having a day some days when you're on you're on and uh you know it was just We're leading on. up to a great weekend. Friday and then s- there you go. Saturday got a fantastic meal at Texas Roadhouse. I ate way too much food. Oh, and I had a whole pizza at X Golf too.
0: What did no, you? Uh, what did uh, you, you get he at? Like ninety-eight percent of a pizza. Yeah, true. I had seven of the eight slices. Ethan,
2: Ethan, yeah. Ethan what did, wanted
0: geez. one. What did you? Uh, what did you get at Texas Roadhouse? I got the ribeye. Ah, little mac. Okay. I will the I'm classic. Strip. Yeah, Ethan's
2: a, Ethan's a stripper strip kind of guy. And I got a little mac and cheese and a little baked potato on the side and about eight buns, it felt like. So it was was fantastic.
0: Only eight? That's like one one, uh, one basket. Well, four in a basket. Four in a basket. It was four baskets? No, no, no. Four four in in a basket, basket. my guy. Oh, so there was was two. Gotcha. Inflation
2: is a tough time these days.
0: It used to be like eight. I don't know. They're pretty freaking big. Yeah, I I think they're bigger than what they
2: were,
1: though. Have they Basically gotten they sure now? look oh, like. they wow. freaking huge. You open that. Wow. You you try to pull that thing apart. Uh, by by when it comes out of there, you're gonna have third degree burns on your hands.
2: Which is well worth it, still.
1: Huh. Yes. Yeah. Speaking skin, of third degree. Whatever you want to call it, skin. Whatever the graph, skin graft. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Words. Fine. Words.
1: Yeah. Skin graft. Uh, I'd rather eat a bun than get a
0: or than get a skin graft. Most. I think most people would. Yeah sounds painful uh but speaking of third degree burns i had uh one of my fantasy punishments this uh this weekend and it was uh i had to split because we both took last me and uh buddy weir and uh we we had to eat this extremely hot chip one of those pocky chips you know what i'm talking about oh takis yeah t-a-k-i mm. no 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 <laughs> pocky Oh, it's like one that. chip. It's like a it's called the one chip challenge. It's like like one of the hottest peppers oh, in the gross. world. Oh gross. Doesn't sound fun. And yeah, well, and so we split it. So thankfully it was like half of it. And I get there and looking at or like before I'm like thinking like like this is going to be hot. I I don't mind spicy food, but uh, we're we're not not doesn't do spice well. You big big redhead guy, hot hot well, he food and a redhead don't go don't go well. He can't do
2: anything it. over a sharp cheddar.
0: No, <laughs> he, exactly. He's he sweats sweats when it's pepper jack. Oh boy! Wow. He, and uh, so and I'm thinking and I'm getting ready to go and I'm like, we better I better. Get some milk, so I just buy like one of those like small, small ones. It's like smaller than like a like a half a gallon, like one that you like. You're at a grocery store, you're going on a road trip, and you're like going to drink, yes, a quart, quart? like a quart, yeah, probably or a, a pint, pint, yeah, quarter a pint, yeah. I would probably say it's closer to a pint, and so we take it and we're eating it, and it, you know, it's not like one of those where it's like as the second you put it in your mouth. It gets hot.
2: It marinates.
0: It, it it just it it just yeah. It marinates and it just gradually gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And I'll I'll have to see if I can get a video and I'll send it to you guys. But <laughs> where was where was struggling with it? I was I I handled it a little bit better, but it was hot and like it just like it just sat there and then it sat in my stomach the rest of oh, the night. Gross. And. It was, yeah, it was, it was not fun. And then you you get the pint of milk done and and we're dying. And he's like, Oh, my mouth's hot. I'm like, wait, wait till it comes out of your ass. It's going to be even worse. (laughs) And and we go and then we're both drinking milk. We finished the pint and I'm like, we need more milk. He was getting ready to walk out the door and go to a gas station to get more milk. And we... We, he was gonna eat a block of cream cheese. <laughs> it was moldy, <laughs> and he's like, and so he, he finds finds his like yo his yogurt, and he eats that. And then my buddy the buddy's house we went to it had it was like some lactose free milk, mm. and eventually eventually it subsided and ended up just hanging out the rest of the night. But yeah, that's not something. I ever care to do again. I can't say I blame you. Enough, I'm mm-hmm. good. So, yeah, and then Sunday, you guys watch the games? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, woke up. Workout. Chipotle for lunch. Football games. No. Let's roll, baby.
0: Shocking. Let's Shocking. roll, baby. Shocking, yeah. Yeah, I probably scarred some young poor young kid as he ate his plain tortilla no dude i i, I eat at home oh thank okay. thank okay so you you stared under
2: raleigh's eyes and scarred. oh no soul. no that dog is all up on me i get that left paw in my hand all the time like hey fatty i want some food hey i'm hungry so she gets a little tortilla because she, she deserves
0: it okay fair enough fair enough a good good change up from the peanut butter that you.
2: <laughs> <get> <laughs> no no, no 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 that'll <laughs> always be number one baby if you know what i'm saying
0: <laughs> so I suppose we should start with, we'll go backwards we'll start with the chiefs Bengals. Chiefs 23 Bengals 20 and what was an incredible game it was a back and forth Mahomes another gutsy performance to gut it out the Bengals D I thought actually played a fairly good game they really hung tough they're an incredible tackling team you know they did a really good job for the most part of not letting them get a lot of yards after catch, and once bringing guys down um, right after contact, I can only think of a couple of spots. I the Pacheco run, uh, but and then keeping Kelsey in check, where you know he, I mean, he still I think ended up getting like eight or nine catches, but you didn't see the yards after catch that he's normally used to getting. It was catch the ball on a hitch, and he'd be tackled. Uh, and then the Cincinnati or the Kansas City pass rush was incredible. They had four sacks in the first quarter. They ended with five. Chris Jones looked like he was Aaron Donald. Uh, probably, I don't think this is putting it lightly, I think this is by far the best game of his career. He finally got a sack in the playoffs. Uh, and m- back to Mahomes, it was, well, other than the, the time he went full Zach Wilson, he played He played the, pretty much the entire second half without his three top receivers. Juju, Tony, and Hardman were all out. He was uh, – MVS stepped up big. Uh, I can't even think of the guy, but he's got like 24 career tackles and four catches before the game. Um, and it felt like as the game got closer with two minutes to go – It seemed like it was – when Cincinnati got the ball back, it felt like Burrow was just going to go on a drive. After they converted a third and 16, they didn't do anything. They punt, and it was one of the worst punts in the history of playoff – in the playoffs where it was a low screaming line drive. He didn't kick it out of bounds. If he kicks it out of bounds, I don't think – I think Kansas City goes in place for overtime because they were really struggling to move the ball. It was a great game plan by the D coordinator for the Bengals. And then a third and four from Mahomes, a scramble that got a first down. And then Osai gave him another 15 yards on a horrible penalty. Feel bad for the guy because he played an incredible game, but the only thing they're going to remember is that penalty. And Buckker kicks the field goal. Chiefs, the kingdom is back in the Super Bowl down in Arizona. The
1: biggest takeaway for me on that game was Wasper and the – CBS like sideline guy for the Bengals was saying pregame like we want to get him out of the pocket, we want to want to make him run or whatever. But that seemed like the time he was most dangerous, Mahomes. That is like that every big play they had was him just creating something, even though he had one ankle. He really didn't do a ton in the pocket outside of those couple deep balls to Scantling.
0: Yeah, well, and the other part too was is that he um like the Bengals they were close all game of getting to him, and they just weren't quite able to get him where he got rid of it right before they were going to they were he got rid of it right before they were getting to him and you know incompletions weren't bad plays as long as they just avoided the turnover and they won the turnover margin and the Bengals, you know that they're it showed their lack of an offensive line that you could definitely tell they were missing missing two starters three starters uh, or three, yeah, three, and um, that it, it's tough, but you know you can't really use that injury to them. It's you know because Mahomes was out there playing with one leg. Kelsey had back spasms, and you know it it's it's playoff football. It's you're playing in January. You're nobody's a hundred percent healthy. Uh, you got to find ways. The great ones find ways to overcome it, and. I think both Burrow and Mahomes are, are great ones, but in the end, Mahomes just was a little greater.
2: You know, I, I think the big thing for me guys is like, I've said multiple times this year, you know, after, after the first Las Vegas game, the Tennessee game, the San Francisco game, the game in Los Angeles on Sunday night, how resilient this chief's team has been this year, you know, there towards the end of the first half, Brian Cook tries to make a play, get the ball in the air, Jalen Watson interception. He gets there early. All right, you know, that's a bad play by a rookie. You know, he comes in on that fourth and five. Zach Taylor pulls his cock out, puts it on the table and says, hey, we're going for the deep shot. The Chiefs have the right coverage on there, but they know he's a rookie. Let's get him on a double move on in-breaking out. Cook gets beat. Jamar goes down. Simajay P. Ryan touchdown a few plays later. And then, you know, Josh –
0: yeah, well, so that that play though, too, because I think the Chiefs they were bracketing, they were basically bracketing Chase all game, and it got to a point where, you know, if he goes one way, one guy has him; if he goes the other way, another guy has him, and but nobody, but and then nobody has him when he runs just straight, and I think that was just a call by Taylor where he just said that. Well,
2: know, and I think to your point, Dylan, I think the Bengals knew they were bracketing him all game, and. When you have three rookies in your secondary who are playing significant amount of time after Le'Jarius Sneed went out, you can get them on this little Wiley veteran move because it's fourth and five. The Bengals probably think the Chiefs are bringing some pressure. If we can block for an extra second, we'll get them on a quick little double move here where Jamar gets deeper than the deepest guy, and then he goes up and he makes a play. But then what was so impressive for Brian Cook is he kept in there playing he kept fighting he kept fighting and then on that interception when they tried to do the same concept to t higgins he didn't fall for the bait he was able to tip it and then joshua williams was able to pick it off um and you know the chiefs didn't score on that drive but they're able to move the ball a little bit and flip the field so to your point dylan when the Bengals had to go on a game-winning drive they had to go you know 86 plus yards and they got that third and 16 but then the chiefs held them these next three plays, and they got the punt back. And then also, talk about resiliency. You feel good for Sky Moore on that punt. Sure, it was a bad punt by Cincinnati. Yep. He's muffed three or four punts this year. You know, he muffed a punt against the Colts that set up an early touchdown in a game the Chiefs would end up losing by three. Then he also muffed one, I believe, against the Chargers in the Rams. They took him off the field. He wasn't returning punts. But when Tony gets hurt, you know, he falls in – You know, twist an ankle. Hardman goes out with that pelvic injury again. Um, You know, Juju has never returned a punch. Legarius Sneed leaves the game in the first quarter with a concussion. Uh, Justin Watson doesn't play. Well, there's your four punt returners right there. So Sky Moore has no choice but to go in. And he has an awesome return that gives the Chiefs a chance. So just the resiliency that this team had to just never quit and keep fighting was just fantastic to see you know, on Sunday. And like I said last week before the game, the Bengals, their backups, they can run block, but they're backups for a reason, because they can't protect the quarterback in the passing league. And the Chiefs, they did a great job. I ran the numbers today. Joe Mixon and Samajay Pirine only averaged 3.1 yards a carry in this game. Joe Burrow was the Bengals' leading rusher. And then you get those guys backed up. You get the arrowhead crowd noise going where, you know, Burrow was screaming in the huddle to yell the play. These tackles got to look inside, and you know, Chris Jones and Frank Clark. They get that extra second on that get-off, and they're going to get to quarterback and it, it changed the game. Um, so just just the resiliency from this team. You know, you're down to your fifth, sixth wide receiver. And then how big was MVS? Um, you know, people are dogging him all year. a uh, $15 million a year wide receiver. He hasn't done much. Well, he's caught a touchdown in these last two games. San Francisco in the regular season, he had a big third and twenty. Completion that helped swing that game over. When they needed him, he stepped up. And like I said, Green Bay probably wishes they had him this year. So just a gutsy, resilient team. And, you know, hope they get two weeks to get healthy to try to, you know, win, win the big one. But, um, and then I said this, you know, when we were kids, we had the Colts, Patriots. Well, now that we're, we're adults, I think we got Bengals, Chiefs. This is. This is yeah, this is the sure. thing for the next ten years here in the AFC.
0: Yeah, well, and we said that said it last week, Grant. That it's it's no longer Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. It is Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and
2: then you know Trevor Lawrence is hanging around there too.
0: Yep, yep.
2: And then also, and, also to yeah, add the injury, you know Willie Gay goes goes out with a knee injury. You're down to. Um, um, Chanel, and then uh, number forty-seven. I'm drawing a blank on that young man's name, but you're down, your second best linebacker. You know, Legarius goes out, and they stepped up. Just, just a resilient, gutsy, gutsy win by the Chiefs yesterday.
0: Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, I think they they definitely enjoyed it watching seeing Travis Kelsey call call the mayor of Cincinnati a jabroni. Uh, you know they they definitely heard the heard the noise that was coming out of Cincinnati, Cincinnati all week. Uh, Burrowhead Stadium, it's not Arrowhead. Uh, you name it. You know, Mahomes is hurt; they can't win. But yet again, they find a way, and just a resilient, gritty bunch. And now Andy Reid gets to face his old team in the
2: well, and then to kind of pick
0: the Super Bowl. Play to play piggyback
2: on what now. you said, when, you know, Ethan and I were talking on Saturday, I, I was genuinely nervous for this game thinking there's no way the Chiefs can win. They just, they're down too many people. But as I was, you know, Sunday, as I was thinking it out and working it out, working out, I was just like, you know what? I think they're going to win this game because they're now no more the hunted. They're the hunters. They're hearing everything. They're hearing everyone talk about how good Joe Burrow is. Cincinnati owns them, they're 3-0. And that's all true. I can't dispute that. You know, I was sick of playing these guys before yesterday. And if I'm sick of it, what are these guys in that locker room thinking? So they came in with the mindset of, you know, what we're going to take to these guys. And it showed early in this game. You know, they got that good start. And Cincinnati looked a little frazzled, you know, to start that game. Like, hey, you know what, we're, we're barking up the wrong tree. Or we're talking a little too much, maybe a little too confident. But they calmed down, looked you knew they would just because that's who Cincinnati is but
0: well their defense did a good job of keeping them keeping them out of well, the end yeah, zone on those first two drives cuz that game felt like like at halftime it felt like the chiefs should have been up by a lot by 10 more four, but it was only 13-6 yeah, it should six, have been like yeah. a 10 to 14 point lead
2: and then you know you see the celebration these chiefs players you know Travis calling them the marriage of Jabroni, Burrow had my ass they they're all smoking cigars in the locker room. They they heard it all.
0: Did you see uh did you see Creed Humphrey and Jarek McKinnon walking up to like one of the uh wherever they they have must have like some VIP spot where like they can watch the fans can watch the guys run out of mm-hmm. the tunnel. And Creed and J- Jarek McKinnon were going to get beer to bring back to the oh, locker room. Uh-huh. It's like they're one of us. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. But, yeah, and you know, another what surprised me is yesterday going to that game. This year in terms of points per game, you know, the Chiefs only allowed 21 points a game this year on the season. And to hold a good Bengals team to 20 points and shut them down in the red zone before the end of that first half, to make, make, make it 13-6 was huge. Because if it would have been 13-10 after they went three and out after the Jalen Watson interception, that would have been a momentum switch. And I don't know if they could have came back from that.
0: Yeah, because then they—that's when they went right back down, and they had that beautiful pitch and catch to a... T- T-
2: T- T- yep.
0: And yeah, that would have that would have made it seventeen thirteen. And if they get that touchdown, and yeah, who knows? Um But I think I think the Chiefs marched right back and scored, didn't they?
2: Um, no, because um, when I was watching on my TV, it was it was right to left, and um. I don't think they did right afterwards or Maybe no, no they wasn't. did. Yeah, yeah, they did. Cause they found, he found MVS.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah. He,
0: he, that was a yeah. Long he found drive.
2: MVS right right after that in the end zone. Um, so yeah, they, they came back right after the Bengals did and answered.
0: That's right. Yeah. And well, who knows as of now, that's probably going to be the uh, matchup for next year, but we still got games to deal with this year and i suppose let's shift down to first game of the day the nfc championship the eagles are going back for the second time in 5 years and they they beat the niners 31 to 7 uh you know a game we thought was going to be a low scoring a rock fight knockdown drag out war ended up not being that way rock Purdy got hurt uh, and after the uh, fumble that uh, that Josh Johnson had going into the uh, right before the half and the Eagles went up 21-7, that game was over because they weren't able to throw. Uh, and it was a fairly not non-exciting championship game that we got. But, you know, it was a great first drive by the Eagles where they went right down and scored. And Kyle Shanahan did not challenge that fourth down play where Devontae Smith made an incredible... Effort. Effort would be the best way, but actually, well, he did catch it because what did the ref call? And uh Eagles go up 7 nothing And then on the first possession of the game of for the 49ers, Brock Purdy gets strip sacked, gets his elbow destroyed. He's something like he's gonna be out for six months. And they bring in Johnson. And the defense bowed up. They they played well, they kept him in the game for as long as they could and then McCaffrey had a bulldozing run where he broke about four four tackles said get off me go in for a 7 make it a 7-7 seven, seven game and then the game really flipped on that next drive where San Francisco was going to get on the get off the field three different times and each time they were called for a different penalty and Eagles go down score make it 14-7 then as i said earlier the Johnson fumble 21-7 at halftime and then Johnson gets concussed. Brock Purdy has to come in. He could not throw the ball at all, so they had to use the run game, and it's not a good recipe when you're down, down two scores in the fourth quarter. And that that was it. Eagles pass rush showed up. They got five different guys. It's going to be a problem for the Chiefs. So we won't really preview the Super Bowl today. That's a that's a special episode next week's for next week's episode. We'll do some early thoughts, I think, but. Was just a uh, just not much of a game, and the Eagles have a chance to win win a second Super Bowl. Just unfortunate for that game because it would
1: have been a really good one had Purdy actually been able to play. I don't know if the 49ers would have won because the Eagles actually did a defensively look pretty damn good, but they're also going against a guy that's been on what thirteen teams in ten years in the NFL. Like it's like obviously His- he's not very good.
0: His NFL resume does not fit in your phone screen. He's yeah, for his, many teams. Uh, his LinkedIn is
1: pretty crazy, if you want to go look at his LinkedIn. Um, he has a LinkedIn? He has a LinkedIn. Is uh, He has, like, wow. the USFL, whatever the hell it is. He has the NFL teams on there, all of it. It's impressive. Um, <laughs> it is. I mean, the fact he has it on there. But, yeah, it just sucks because that should have been, honestly, just as good as a game as the second one.
0: We thought it was going to be. We thought mm-hmm. it was going to be a low-scoring game, but – it was well, <clears throat> And, you know,
2: before Brock went out, he was 2-2, two two, I think, for 19 yards. He looked crisp. He found Kittle over the middle, passed to Ayuk on the sideline. And we're thinking, all right, this rookie's here to play. You know, he's, he's not afraid of the crowd noise. He's not afraid of the hostile environment. And, then, you know, I texted Ethan this, and when, when are NFL teams going to stop doing this? When are we going to stop putting tight ends who have to come across the forna- formation to block Defense events. It's a recipe for disaster. A pro a bowler, pro bowler with sixteen sacks on the season. And then also I messaged Ethan after that play. It reminded me of the Vikings Eagles NFC Championship game. Remember the pick six that seen mm-hmm. threw? through? Yep. It's because they tried yep.
1: to it end the same score. No, it was 38 7. 38, yeah. They tried to so cool. they
2: tried to block Derek Barnett with a tight end and he couldn't do it. And he got to the quarterback and it changed it changed the game. So it's like, when are we just gonna completely scrap? Uh, that play from the playbook because it just it it doesn't work anymore you know these these guys are so fast if, as soon as no one's coming their way they're going right for that quarterback um so that's just
0: well and that's that's the other part too is is that that's the shanahan offense where it's so it's so reliant on play action um where you're gonna occasionally have those three guys and they they're San Francisco O line is not is not good enough and consistent enough to where they can block it. Where you're getting into a drop back pass game.
2: Because yeah, that San Francisco O line, they're great going forward. But if they just got to sit back in pass pro with no play action, then that's when they can struggle a little bit. And you know, the Eagles Eagles got after them yesterday with that.
0: And it's gonna be it's gonna be pre- well, it's gonna be the main key. It always does come down to these games. It's gonna be. It's it comes down to O line and D line play. Who can block protect the best and who can get after the quarterback the best in these games. It's what? and the well, the way the Chiefs O line. You know, I didn't think they played great yesterday. They're going to have to play the best game. They're all five. It's going to be have to be a collective effort to play. They're going to have to play their best games on in two weeks on Sunday. Well, not even
2: go to that game yesterday with the Niners and the Eagles. Even before the Purdy injury and afterwards when the Niners were keeping it close, there were some points in that game where they were just mauling San Francisco up front. I mean, they'd have two double teams set. They'd have a defensive lineman four or five yards down the field where they were running right into Drake Greenlaw and Fred Warner. They just, you know, on some of those plays, they didn't stand a chance because those Philadelphia old linemen were just big, physical, nasty. They were they were coming at you, and they they wanted to set the tone because they were probably pissed off. Here in all week, Uh, they're playing the number one defense. They played the Giants. Excuse me. They've struggled. They haven't played good. You know, they haven't played a real team since the regular season. And the Eagles just, they were upset. And they were pissed. And they took it to them. So, you know, you can't blame the Purdy injury on that. That was just an ass kicking. By Philadelphia up front on on some of those plays. Just moving defensive linemen. Moving them.
0: And it's gonna it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of questions going into the offseason for San Francisco too because what, what do you do with the quarterback position they haven't had since Shanahan's been the head coach there's been one season where they've had a quarterback play all 16 games and that was when they went to the Super Bowl but other than that they have he, he hasn't had one starter that started all 16 games throughout and I don't know if they have one on the roster right now because it sounds like, well, Purdy right now, he's seeking a second opinion, but, I mean, he's not going to be ready by training camp. Trey Lance has had two surgeries on it, and you don't know what you have with him. Jimmy G, does he want to stick around again for another No, I this? think he's gone. Yeah. He's, he's gone. I exactly. I I think that's – I'm right there with you. So there there's going to be a lot of questions going into <laughs> what they do at the quarterback position. Uh, Tom Brady's is going to be out there. Derek Carr – Could he make a return to the Bay Area? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers as well. Well, all three, I guess you could say, could return to the (laughs) Bay Area because they're all from there. But, you know, I've also seen, and take this with a grain of salt, but I've seen some people on Vikings Twitter say that they should trade Kirk Cousins for Trey Lance.
2: Someone said they
1: don't have to give up like a third-round pick. Yeah, I
2: don't think you'd have to give up much if you want Trey Lance right now.
0: I don't, I don't think you not. have to.
2: I mean, there's just there's just nothing there. You don't know.
0: No. But I mean, you. I mean, you. And you look at this roster; it's ready to win now. Also, their problem though—they are in salary
2: cap hell. That too. They only yeah. have a projected two, like two point eight million dollars.
1: Salary cap did is is going to go up sixteen million. I think
2: year, that was with the projected that... increase, though. We think.
1: Oh really? They're already fourteen million under over.
2: Or something like when I was watching Sports Center tonight, they said the Niners are projected to have two point eight million in cap space. That was tonight. That was tonight. Yeah, you know, at the f- five o'clock time it was on after they announced weird. what the cap was going up to. Yeah. And again, they're just projecting. You know, they they'll move money and play dirty with it. But another thing they got to worry about is they're gonna have to pay Nick Bosa here soon. Yep. Yeah, because
0: yeah. this is what is it- fourth year. So- well, he's going into his fifth year now, or next year's so yeah. His fifth. So
2: they're going to have to pay his ass. I mean,
0: giving Debo a big contract. With I think that's
2: going to be the one they regret.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I would say so. Because look at
2: how good they played uh, these last couple weeks. When Brock was in, and it was IU Kittle and McCaffrey. It wasn't. It wasn't Debo.
0: Stupid. Yeah, and I don't know what McCaffrey's owed because he, unless he's just if he's still getting paid from Carolina. I don't know. Uh, I
1: have no idea.
2: But let's see here. Oh, but Dylan, I just I just remembered this yesterday. Um <clears throat> for the Chiefs. Sorry, Kelsey, Travis, he only had six receptions. Uh leading leading receiver on the team was MVS with seven. MVS had seven for one sixteen in the tutty.
0: Yeah, well he they threw it around to they threw it to like eleven I think he, Mahomes had ten or eleven different receivers he threw it was the ball to sure. Well because,
2: yeah, you know, Hardman, Tooney, or Tony, sorry, and um Smith Schuster all had receptions before they got hurt and left the game.
0: Yeah. And McCaffrey he's owed eleven point eight million next year. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. It'd be an interesting off season for sure in San Francisco, but they're still uh, they're still they the favorites
2: one, in the NFC West.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yeah, we don't know what, what you're what the Rams are gonna do. They've they're facing an uphill battle with their cap hell there in. Mm-hmm. Who knows with Arizona? Seattle, they're you know, they've got some nice pieces. We'll see what they do in the draft and free agency. But yeah, for sure, San Francisco's the by far and away the uh the favorite in the NFC West. But so did you guys see that uh, Jill Biden was sitting with Roger Goodell or Dr. Jill Biden? I can't, don't want to, got to make sure I get that in because we have to make sure she's a, everybody knows she's a doctor. But I was posed this question and I'll let you guys figure out the person, the buddy that asked me this question because I'm pretty sure after I read this to you guys, you're going to know exactly who it was, but this is a big question here. So she, Dr. Jill Biden was sitting in Roger Goodell's, they were sitting together in in a suite at the game, and if Jill and Roger, they hooked up and got married, would that make Roger the step-president?
1: Ben Gordon, one hundred percent, asked this question. <laughs> it was I'm going to say Ben. I'm going to say
2: was, Cody.
0: That was yeah. You, no. You're the winner, no. Grant. That was Cody. <laughs> so what, what? What is the answer? Does does that make Roger Goodell the step president? I'm going to say no.
2: But no. it might be an upgrade because the NFL is actually making a profit, unlike this country.
1: That's true. <laughs> hey, we, go, we is, I, he just heard, I, we did just hit like the lowest like point ever, so I mean, our, our debt ceilings—that's so pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So I saw I saw this on Twitter. This guy he tweeted out after they showed a picture, <laughs> tweets out a real who's who of single-digit approval rating. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that was that was my question. That was that was a question that was posed, and I I had to get your guys' thoughts, and I thought that was. That was pretty. Uh, it was. It was a good question. It was a good. Yeah, question. that's
2: definitely a uh, that's definitely a Cody Cody guy right there.
0: Something just Eskimo bros. <laughs> Joe Joe Biden Roger Goodell or Eskimo <laughs> brothers. Yeah. Gross. That oh. <laughs> too old <laughs> white yeah, man. Yeah, that's a nice question. Night. Ethan's. I didn't ask. I didn't ask if they're Eskimo brothers. You you just threw that one out there. Well, I mean, if they're married, you'd have to assume. You would. Absol- that, absolutely, absolutely absolutely you would have to That's just a just a hypothetical though man.
2: man there's a lot of greed and power and Chuck- with money in this country so who <laughs> Ethan might be to mm-hmm. something if you know what I'm saying baby
1: <laughs> yeah well they we both killed people let's be real these are oh, yeah. these are facts mhm mm-hmm.
0: so did you guys uh uh Oh, I, I, w- I, had a tease of, uh, I had, had some big news, um, coming that came in or that I have have to share. You gonna walk uh, out of the closet while you say it? Nope. Okay. What nope. a shame. No, nope, no.
2: Nope.
0: Yeah. Sorry, sorry to disappoint, you. You coward you boys. Yep. Uh, Ethan, I am not selling my house. No. Shoot. And uh, mar- marathon training is kind of put uh, tabled right now because. I'm pretty sure Cody's Bachelor. They they actually moved the Fargo Marathon like in like the last couple of weeks, and I didn't even know it until How my do you sister move said something. I don't know. They did it was it was supposed to be May 6th. And then I was talking to my sister last week, and she was saying that it was like the – and we were talking about her graduation, and I asked when graduation was. She said it's the week before the marathon. And I'm like, isn't the marathon the 6th? She says, "No, it's the 18th or 19th, whatever that weekend is. Also, the weekend of Cody's bachelor party. So, the uh, the marathon the training is. Die. What's that? The weekend you die. It's not not out of the question. That's a fair point. It it could happen. I don't I don't even well we don't even have any. There's nothing really even planned yet. We're supposed to be going to Mexico, but everything's ridiculously. Okay, open-minded. one of you for sure is getting abducted, without a doubt." We didn't the last time we went to Mexico together, so we got that going for us. You know, stay on the resort, I think we'll be yeah, okay. You got to remember,
2: this time you're a little older, you're probably not in as good of a shape, your cardiovascular endurance is not as what it used to be, you might not Jeez. You might not be able
0: to outrun the Predators down there in Mexico. It's possible. <laughs> I don't think I was able, I was going to be able to outrun them, uh, would have been... Four years ago when we went Well, either, if you would have but...
2: stuck to your marathon training, you probably would have been able to
0: outrun them. Yeah. Stick Just to it. Slow, that's that's, steady that's generous <laughs> that you were putting stick to. When, and I would say I didn't really fully get, get started on You know, if we it, think but... about it, well, actually the
2: Fargo Marathon probably did you a favor. From could've. from not absolutely embarrassing yourself and or dying by by mile eight.
0: Oh, I wasn't gonna die. I w- I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't have reached the goal of what the time of what I wanted to do. But who knows? I'll still try to try and get back into shape, and maybe. Well, I guess I have a new new goal of just making sure I look good for good for Mexico. You gotta look like your dad. I the, that that that's gonna take like a couple of years. That. I, that, that... That's that not was, a couple of years, Dylan. That's a lifestyle. <laughs> that's a lifestyle. That, <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. It's a lifestyle <laughs> that he's followed strictly for the last 4 years. Yeah, I've 4 or 40. I've got 4. He, uh, he he didn't follow it super closely like I don't he was always decent shape for most of like like I don't ever remember him being mm. like like having just a huge beer gut sticking out, but there were I mean, he, there were times where he'd kind of go in and out of phases, but like he, I mean, he wasn't the best eater, but now he's, you know, he's got a very strict regimen of, you know, he eats the same thing for breakfast and lunch every day. He pretty much works out every day and, you know, good for him. You know, that's one of the best investments you can make is investing in your health. Well, if you don't invest
2: in your health, you can't do anything fun because you're going to be too sick and you're going to be stuck in the house.
0: Exactly. So. There's that. And then one more thing is, you know, I don't know what the weather is over in your guys' neck of the woods, but it is cold as shit here in Dick. That's cold. It was like negative it was like 24 when I went out and started my car this Ooh. morning. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that cold. And, you know, it was uh, on Friday. And so, you know, we're talking comfort food and different uh you know, favorite things to make. So Friday, I made, I made a thing, a, a bowl of chili. And, you know, we had this discussion of best comfort food a while back. I don't remember which episode it was, but, you know, we talked about, you know, sides with chili and uh cornbread came up. And I was, when I was grocery shopping earlier in the week, I the place I was at had just like Selling, like, just pieces of cornbread. So, I was like, you know what? That looks pretty good. I haven't had cornbread in a while. I got some honey at my house. I'm going to go get some. And Friday, made chili. And I was like, this cornbread's just staring me in the face. So, I go and I look. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this cornbread and chili thing. Because I've heard that that's a thing. And, you know, I put some honey on the cornbread. And then put chili over the top of it. It's pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. I, I I approve. I don't know if you guys have ever done it before, but no, doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, I've, I've done it. it. Welcome,
2: welcome to the party. Welcome to the crew. Yeah.
0: Now, now, did did you do like the famous Dave's chili or or cornbread? Not not chili, but like, have you ever made like the cornbread muffins from Famous Dave's? Not the
2: Famous Dave's ones. No.
0: No. Okay. But yeah, they have the they have the, uh, jalapeno mm-hmm. cornbread. That's something I might have to try with chili. That would be really good Because the, the, I know we we had we've had a, i've had that jalapeno um cornbread at my uncle's cabin a few times, and it's really good
2: it yeah, definitely definitely sounds like it would slap like you said especially with a good meal good meal of chili
0: it does yeah and now i i still have a uh a pot of it left that should last me a couple of days and I got some soup my mom made so i'm i'm sitting good on the comfort food you know it's still it still is soup season especially with the sub zero temperatures <laughs> but 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 you know you know the thing about north dakota cold is it, it it's a dry cold so it's really not that shut up
2: bad. <laughs> shut up you you, you sound stupid right now
0: you should play the slap. play the slap. <laughs> 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 i know sometimes that that's what the cold does it you know i'm i'm someone that would not consider you you guys or myself i wouldn't consider myself smart pretty i'm pretty stupid so you know and then when it gets even colder out you know the stupid meter gets turned way oh up. for sure you, so, you said it we're just kind of
2: just like how people in florida get fried because it's so hot you know yeah, sometimes but... when it's so cold it just it does it does the same thing but just with a different temperature value.
0: Exactly, and you know, you you gotta find ways to make the best of it, or try to try to make some lemons out of lemonade, mm-hmm. or you know, or you know, the the saying of you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit, but you can use the chicken shit to fertilize the ground. That's kind of what I'm trying to do. Well, there you go.
2: That's all you can ask for.
0: Mm-hmm. Mirror positivity. That's what we're going for.
2: Mirror positivity, baby.
0: Did you guys celebrate National Hockey Day? No. No. No.
2: No. And it was um not National Hockey Day in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, or, yeah whatever. Idiot. No, did not. I'm I'm not very good with my hockey terms. I am one of my new books I'm reading right now is called uh, a a slap shot in time. It's by uh Dan Winnesota. Shout out Dan if he's listening. But uh, he he tweeted me last year when I tweeted out my the books I read in twenty two, and he tweeted out and the movie is actually it's based or the the movie Slapshot is loosely based off it, and he actually has a YouTube video of like the uh, of his the history of Minnesota hockey of when like the North Stars, uh came and then left. I, it's on YouTube. It's actually pretty interesting. It's like a three part series. I found I've watched the first two. I haven't. So I'll watch epi- or the third part at some point. Oh, there so. you go. But yeah, it was pretty interesting. Boost uh Bruce Boudreau played for the uh uh 'cause the team it was the uh um the Saint Paul Fighting Saints. I don't know if you've heard of them before. But they played on the place where the, the XL is now where whatever the old I think it was the Saint Paul Civic Center or something like that. But um that's uh that's what the book is based off of.
1: The more you know. so
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if you guys got anything else. I guess if not, then we'll, we'll kick her over to Grant for Curveball of the Week.
2: All right. So we're going to stay along the lines of food here. And uh, it kind of goes off of a discussion Ethan and I had this past weekend. Oh, boy. When it comes to... You know, let's say, guys, getting just, you know, a deli sandwich or a sub sandwich at a chain or a restaurant. I want to know, you know, what what's your favorite sandwich place, you know, to go to of all the options we have out there? We got Jimmy John's. We got we got Subway, Jersey Mike's, uh, Firehouse Subs. I, I, I want to know. I want to know this. Where's your go to place?
0: Just to, just to spite you, I'm going to say Subway, but it's not actually Subway. Subway, I'll say chocolate pop chip belly. cookies. Yeah, chocolate chip cookies. Those that that's the really reason good. to go to Subway is the chocolate yep. chip cookies. Pop belly, it is though. Pop belly. Okay. All right. They toast Pot. it perfect by two perfection. Yeah,
2: pop belly. They've absolutely nailed that sandwich there.
0: Yep. Well, and you guys are have are a little bit better of an advantage for me than I am because I we don't have much for sandwich places around here. We have. We have Subway, we have Jimmy John's, and that's that's about it as far as sandwich places.
2: Well, unfortunately, that's what uh, you get for living in BFE.
0: Yeah, yep, that is that's very true. Very true, which, Grant. I, I I I picked up what you were putting down there. I I got it. It, it doesn't but, make
2: sense that BFE stands for Bumfuck Nowhere. I just that doesn't make any sense.
0: That actually pisses me well, off. It's, it's Bumfuck Egypt. The original well, all right. Now I know like that. that
2: but I did not. I did not yeah, know this thing. Stupid. I think yeah.
1: that, you say bumfuck Egypt. Yeah. So they're basically making fun of the pyramids. Yeah, because they're Look, in BFE. Those, those ghosts. You can of, only live in like one. Mummies are going to kill everyone now.
2: Yeah. Where but else? For me, where else are you going to live? In that country. The, uh, I don't really feel like living in the desert. That sounds awful.
1: Sounds pretty terrible. I mean, basically living in Vegas is like
2: though. Never been, so I wouldn't
0: know. It, it's a dry heat there though too. You know, they we North Dakotans, we got a Sorry, dry cold. Shut up. Vegas. Yeah, this is a heat. 620 degrees dry heat. Like
1: fuck You
2: know, me. I don't care if it's a once it gets over 100 degrees, dry heat, humidity, it don't matter. It's hot. And I'm uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're a lot You're about as red as that Chiefs bill behind oh, you. Oh yeah, there. my
2: Scandinavian um um background or heritage does not does not help me in the sun.
1: No. Very low pigment. Yeah, year.
2: you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, when you got family who damn near came over from Europe a long time ago, we didn't stand much of a chance.
1: Blonde nope, eyes, blue we hair, the the sun's my, like, nemesis.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, but for me, the uh, best my go-to sandwich place is without a doubt, hands down, Grand Junction, that Cajun oh, ranch yeah? chicken with the fries. That's... You get a huge cookie with it. Six cannot hours later, beat it. That, you
1: don't leave the toilet.
0: The the fry or the fries, the the bread is always fresh there. The fries are always fresh. Everything is just so fresh, and it's just I look forward to going there every time. Like I've thought about like af- just after work driving to Bismarck just to go eat there. Uh, it's that, that good. That, it- Oh, so there's one in Bismarck. Yeah, yeah. Or er, Mandan, Bismarck, Mandan. Same yeah. difference. Green jacket, yeah. gold jacket. Yep. Blue dress, gold dress. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. That's a uh, that. Guy.
1: That was let's go. Yeah. That was that was a college thing. My God, that was just a heated debate. If it, I've ever heard one, a, a blue party. and black dress. Oh my gosh, it was blue. Thank and black. you. It
0: oh. was. Oh. It oh, was. this is the first time in the room we're all. Thank God we're all in agreement or else this is going to go a lot <laughs> way sideways. sideways real fast. I remember arguing with somebody I sat next to in a class in college about it. I was just making small talk and so it was was it blue and black or what? What were the, the other golden colors? Golden white. It was like golden white.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. And the person next to me said it was golden white and it was it was just an argument night. We were like assignment partners too. And I don't think we ever got along since we, I think that just broke our friendship. Right. It was blue, it was blue but and black. It, it was, was blue and black, yeah. yeah. There's
2: no arguing about this. People say it's golden and white or no. just uneducated hillbillies. Probably.
1: Yeah, I might post it on Instagram now just to piss people off tonight. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, For that's people sake. say it's
2: golden and white. They lay up on par fours. They wear Adidas and they live in Wisconsin.
0: They're, <laughs> they're mouth-breathing. You 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 better be nice to about the uh, the wearing Adidas thing, you know, Grant. Your your quarterback wears Adidas, only because he's contractually exactly. asked to. Exactly. Well, same thing. Why would you get con be contracted out to wear Adidas? Same they got him the most money.
2: Well, it's because that poor bastard had to go to school at Texas Tech and wear wear
0: Under Armour, which is
2: almost worse. A little better than Adidas. He. Uh,
1: I don't yet. know. No. It's it's all the money in Texas
2: no. and. To think that Texas Tech and um, Texas A&M have Adidas and Under Armour? I mean, are we poor? <laughs> I thought Texas people ragged about how much money they had. Well,
0: not uh, going there, to them. There's a, there, there's a saying in Texas that's called $50,000 millionaires. And in Lubbock, you probably have a lot of $50,000 millionaires. Uh, so, there's that. And you know, we were going to talk some coaching changes, but we didn't – there. There haven't really been many. So we didn't get to it. We got hope you guys enjoyed our championship recaps and our discussion on sandwiches, cornbread and chili. The dress was black and blue, not white and gold or whatever the hell it was, who cares? It wasn't that. You're wrong. As Grant said, all of the above. You wear Adidas, you sit when you pee. Lay up par you know, Lay up on par fours. All the things Grant does. <laughs> <in Wisconsin. laughs> Yeah, live in Wisconsin. You know, cheer for the Hawkeyes. Like the Eagles. Yeah, like the Eagles. Think... You know, thinks he's a cowboy. Whoa.
1: I don't and... think I
2: just. I just. I just like the way this looks. I'm not going to pretend to be a cowboy. I'm not going to lie. I just like the look, and I think I can pull it off.
1: You should try to rope me.
0: Hey. <laughs> Why? Are you? Oh boy, I don't. And and you guys want me to move out there? I don't know if I want to be there it's for that. Fun. I don't. <laughs> like that but. game
1: they play in, in the in the bunkhouse where they just rat- last each other, just <laughs> whoosh and just rip each other. Wow, it looks awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what my dad did growing up on his farm when so he was uh, with his brothers. I feel like that's something they did when you, my dad, was growing up. Definitely, oh, I believe it because. I I definitely believe that. Yeah, well, he's he's a lot more badass than me. He was a marine bull rider in a lot better shape. So, maybe someday I can be like a fourth of that. Uh, And I've got a lot of work to do. So, it's an uphill battle. But, thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week. We'll have the segments out on Friday as usual. Go check us out on all of our social medias where we'll be posting content and posting other content from the show and Go let follow. us know what color the dress is
1: when we post yeah it. let no. us
0: know what the dress is and uh tiktok twitter instagram at 3 GTV podcast facebook page is three guys talking ball that's all we got have a good rest of the week and we'll talk to you next week hasta luego